Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Messy Masterpiece Podcast with Chad and... And me, I'm back. <laughs> She's back at it, ladies and gents. <laughs> the wait is over. The veil has been oh torn my open. Goodness. My wife Stop. is back. Praise Stop. the Lord. He has... Okay. shown favor upon us in our ears. Anyways, we're going to be continuing from the devotional that I started reading yesterday. It's actually a four-day little devotional series on the Mm -hmm. Bible app, and so Tori's going to go and do that. Yes. So if y'all are reading along, we're in Exodus 17, and we're reading verses 11 through 13. It says, The Israelites outfought the Amalekites as long as Moses held up his arms. After a while, his arms were so tired that Aaron and Hur got a rock for him to sit on. They stood beside him and supported his arms. That's how Joshua defeated the Amalekites. So this devotional is titled, Acknowledge Your Limitations. And it says, Standing on a hill with a staff over your head is not a strategic way to win a battle. And yet, That was essentially Moses' plan when he instructed Joshua to go fight a powerful kingdom. But his actions during this fight not only helped the Israelites defeat their enemy, they also illustrate two healthy ways to acknowledge your limitations in uncertain situations. The first is, cling to the one who knows your future. As long as Moses held his staff above his head, the Israelites won. But as soon as he lowered it, they began to lose. By lifting his staff, Moses symbolically acknowledged God was always with them and he alone was in control. Like Moses, when you find yourself in a battle, you know you're ill-equipped to handle. Look at the situation in front of you and observe what's going on around you, but don't let that stop you from clinging to God's authority and pursuing what he's promised you. Two, allow trusted people to come alongside you. As the fight continued, Moses' arms weakened and he could not support the Israelite army without help. That's when he trusted friends to step in. By holding him up, they helped Israel achieve victory. Moses wasn't created to endure hard moments alone, and neither were you. What if your current limitation is actually an invitation for people to partner with you in the God-glorifying story He wants to tell through you. The victories achieved in uncertain seasons are rarely due to our own strength. They're a result of clinging to God and relying on others to support us. It is the faithfulness of God that sees us through the storms of life. And when we acknowledge that, we create space for God to show up and show off in our weaknesses. And this devotional also has some reflection questions. So if you want to think about these or write these down, I will read them out for you. It says, what situations are you facing that feel too big to handle? And then it says, which trusted people can you ask to come alongside of you? And then in what specific way will you cling to God's authority today? Yeah, I'm a big fan of these two solutions, which is number one, run to God and lean into his power Mm -hmm. to help in a super stressful or overwhelming moment or really in any moment, you know, and then also find people around you who are willing to support you on your journey as you pursue God's calling on your life. I love that God offers that to us too, Mm -hmm. where we may not 
see those people right now, but the, these are people that we should be praying for and people that we should be seeking to come alongside us because we absolutely have limits. Oh, and yeah. that's not a bad thing. We just need to acknowledge those limits and realize that, oh, wow, this is a chance for God to bring someone into my life that can help do what God's going to do in my life. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't need to be just me. I'm not the star of the show. Right. God's glory is the one, is the thing that needs to be shown off, not right. my own ability. 100%. And so the more the merrier. Yeah. Find people that you can um, invite into your life that can help you as you walk forward into the calling that God has for you. Yeah, I really think it comes back down to humility. You know, and I know we were talking about that in a podcast recently, but have the humility enough to ask for help. You know, when you're praying like, God, what do you need me to do? And then he gives you that task, which obviously in most cases, you're not going to be able to accomplish in your own strength or you shouldn't be trying. You're going to need God's strength and you're going to need, you know, that cloud around you of people who see the vision, who want to glorify God with you, who want to lock arms and run this race. And so if it's something where pride is getting in the way and you just need to take a humble posture and ask for help, ask mentors, ask friends, we highly encourage you to do it because there's been so many seasons in my life where had I not gone to that mentor or sought out that counsel or asked a friend to help, certain things in my life wouldn't have unfolded. And I'm so thankful um, that God humbled me in certain ways to remind me that it's not about me. It is for his glory always, always, always. Yeah. And I think there's just two things that we need to take away from this as we like unpack seeking help and assistance. And the first thing is, is I think a lot of us have a hard time asking for help because we tend to accept the love and help that we think we deserve, mm-hmm. which is not much, yeah. you know? And so we're afraid to ask for help. We're afraid to put people out and we're afraid to allow people to bless us, mm-hmm. which means that we're stealing their blessing, right? which is not a good thing because people actually do have a desire to be a part of your life. Just like you have a desire to be a part of other people's life. Yeah. And if people constantly didn't reach out to you because they're afraid of inconveniencing you, you'd be like, no, 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 I'm, I'm happy to help. Yeah. But I think the other side of it is, I think sometimes we want to do it all ourselves. Yeah. And the issue with that is, is that whenever we do everything on ourselves, we get what we deserve. But the cool thing about an eternal righteous God is, is that he gives us things we don't deserve. He gives Mm -hmm. us things beyond what we deserve. And we're constantly negating the things that God wants to do in our life because we just want to, you know, do our own thing. Yeah, You know, you do you. Right. Well, and the whole thing of like Moses's victory, like, yay, that he held up the rod, but none of that was in his own strength. And that's why he doesn't get the glory for it. Like Mm -hmm. God gets the glory for it. And so, yeah, yeah, so good. Do you want to praise on out? Mm Mm-hmm. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your strength. We thank you for your power. We thank you that you are perfectly righteous and just and loving and gentle and kind, God. Our brains will never be able to fully be wrapped around like who you are, God, but we will just sit in your presence and be in awe, Lord, as we learn more about you through scripture. God, thank you for your word. Thank you for these stories. Thank you for highlighting these men and women in the Bible who um, we can pull from, that we can watch, that we can learn from and realize that 
they're just messy people just like us. But because you came in, because you are infused in the story, that's why it's so good. That's why it's so powerful, God. And you want to do the same thing in our lives. You want to come down. You want to be infused in our lives so that our lives can give you glory. God, so I just pray, Lord, that we would humble ourselves before you today, that we would ask for help when needed. God, that we would run fast towards the purposes that you have for us and bring people alongside us, God, that we would truly build your kingdom here on earth. God, we want to see you here. We want to feel your presence. We want to see you working in our daily lives. We want to see you in our friends' lives and our families' lives and our coworkers' lives, God. But we're not going to see that if our eyes aren't open to it, if we're not looking for it, God. So I pray you open our eyes. We don't want to be blind. We don't want to be deaf. We want to be aware. We want to have open eyes spiritually, God. So I just pray that your Holy Spirit is so active inside of us today, Jesus. And so, Lord, we're going to open up the floor for our listeners to pray. And Chad and I are going to be praying in agreement with them. So cover me in the blood and heal my open wounds. I'm desperate for your limitless love. So cover me in the blood and heal my open wounds. I'm desperate Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. We love you and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Juicy.